When you think of marketing, what do you think of? Is it a website? Is it social media? Is it video, email, heck, maybe even a billboard, or simply word of mouth? Well, actually, it's all of it. Marketing is not just one thing. There are multiple layers and multiple channels all working together in sequence to help build awareness for your business. With so many channels and avenues to take, how do you even know where to start? What is right for your business? How do you begin to put a plan into action and in the end, get it all working together to bring you in new business? Well, don't go anywhere because my guest and I are going to talk all about the importance of purposeful marketing. That is having a complete marketing strategy using different channels to create a wider reach so you can bring more awareness to your small business. Hi, I'm Lindsay Berta, founder of Berta Marketing, a marketing agency designed specifically for small business owners where I handle all of your marketing so you can focus on what you love. My guest today is Joel Sousa. Joel is a brand identity and graphic designer passionate about helping companies create their brands the right way. With over a decade of experience, he works with business owners one-on-one to help them create their brand foundation, designing complete brand DNAs, and creating brand-aligned visuals. He's also the first point of contact at Growing Design, a team of creative freelancers ready to serve their clients collectively or individually. And apart from all of this, Joel is also an active helping voice to any new creative professional that wants to dive into the world of freelance. So Joel, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. Um, We have been, we've known each other for a while now um, through Instagram, great community over there. And I just really, I, I feel like we are always hitting on the same topics, the same points. Like it seems like every time we post something, we are on the same page with everything. So that kept happening. I was like, we definitely have to do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. So um, thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, thank you for having me, first of all. And yeah, it, it almost like from someone looking from the outside, it kind of looks like we agreed on what to post each week. Right. <laughs> that's how in tune we, we seem to be. And that, that's crazy. Yeah. I know. I know. It's awesome. And so I definitely wanted to have you on today to talk about, because again, this is something we always, I think, hit on um, is how certain things work together, right? You can't just have one thing and think you're going to start getting a bunch of clients, right? There's a process to things starting with, you know, branding to creating awareness to your website, to getting people on an email list, you know, it's a whole sales funnel. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, so I wanted to talk to you about that, the importance of holistic marketing, creating that diverse online presence that makes you searchable, accessible through various channels across the web and how that helps the prospect or the consumer with their purchase decision. So I feel, and I think you'll agree with this, that that all starts with being clear on your brand and your message and your target audience. Yes, obviously. Um, it's like, how are you going to market something if you don't know what that something is? So it all right. starts uh, within. And before you get your message out there, your product out there, your service out there, you need to be sure what that product service message actually is. Um, yeah. And that's something that we, we get a lot uh, in terms of, of clients and the biggest issue they come at us with they come us at us with and you relate to this uh, for sure they come at us uh, at us with uh, i need more clients and i need to sell more but they are often they're often not clear on who exactly they are and what right. they 
exactly have to offer and even worse to actually who because if you don't know <laughs> yeah. who you want to hit with your message then none of this is going to work yeah and sometimes it's easy to think oh everyone can use my product or service but if you really break it down and start thinking about it everyone is not going to be interested in your service everyone is not going to be interested in right what you or or need what you um you know offer you know my favorite kind of pet peeve is on Instagram or any social media platform, when you get a direct message, that's like, you know, you might be interested in our marketing, um, service or whatever. And I'm like, I do marketing. So <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to be interested in that service. So, you know, you don't want to be reaching yeah, people marketing, and marketing, marketing, marketing agencies doing cold outreach. That also, that always like you get me like, uh, uh what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you knew marketing, you didn't, probably need to do cold outreach. That's just right? my take. I don't know. No, um, I agree. I agree because today we're so, we have so many barriers that stop us from, you know, cold outreach, but also as a consumer, it's annoying, right? I don't want to be bombarded with messages that are you know, just, I can tell you, you don't know who I am really. And you're trying to pitch your service to me and it doesn't exactly. work. Um, or especially cold calling. Um, as soon as I get any phone number, that's not in my contact list. I do not answer. That's still a thing. <laughs> like yes. that's still a thing there. Oh my God. No, that's yes. like a eighties, nineties. Right. Approach. It does not like, work. No, no, uh -uh. no. Uh, plus I have color ID and, and scan my phone out automatically in blocks. Yeah. yeah. And, stuff like that. It, um, and it's a, it's a thing like um, it doesn't, it doesn't work for a small player. Like if mm. you're, um, if you're a service provider that is trying to land like a really big client and there is absolutely no other way to get in touch with them without you directly yeah. email messaging, like that's fine and understandable yeah. mm -hmm. for us. The, service providers and solopreneurs and all that like it makes zero sense to be cold dming 100 right. people like it's it's just, it's just damaging your own reputation if yes even if you have a reputation because you won't be able to build a reputation out of that nah there's better ways to to land clients and better ways to land better clients than to be cold dming 100 people a day yeah that's, that comes from a proper marketing strategy and mm -hmm. you have you'll build a lot more a lot more of a valuable experience to everyone with a proper marketing and a proper brand strategy than necessarily be hey, oh, exactly. look, i do this and that do you want to buy no I, I always say you might have exactly what i need at the exact right time and you might be the best one to provide me with that service if you call email me no i'll lock you out of like immediately because it just it's, proves me that you're not a yeah. Want to be around with, you know. I agree with that. Uh, I agree with that completely because it kind of, you know, we we are in this era of business where we want to work with people we like. We want to work with people that we vibe with, and yeah. just the fact that someone is reaching out and just like it's it's an annoyance. It's bugging me. It's like you know, um, yeah. It's yeah. it's like that's yeah. <laughs> You know, I even, and, and I like what you said too, is for some instances, cold calling can work because here's the thing, there's no right or wrong way for, there's no blanket statements, right? There's no right or wrong way for anything. There's always a time and a place for certain strategies and, exactly. and things like that. But 
you know, you don't want to do something, oh, just because it worked for this person or just because I hear this company's doing that. Never, never. You have to have your own unique strategy. What works for you? What works for, you know, the message you're trying to get across? What works for the target audience you are after? Because, you know, like we just said, if you read cold outreach to us, it's not going to work. <laughs> exactly. Now, imagine that you're trying to work with a, a high-ranking uh, CMO at Facebook. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the only way you get in front of them, right? Yeah, or, right. Uh, because those people are not scrolling IG. <laughs> exactly. Right? So maybe that's the only the only way that you reach. But like for us, mm-hmm. like, nah, sorry. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not and where I live, it goes a step further. I still have door-to-door people, like door-to-door obviously not lately because people have been like social distancing uh-huh. but yeah I would get people like selling windows sell like mm-hmm. everything and I'm like I'm okay, good like the rejection <laughs> level to those jobs must, must, must uh, be crushing oh I know I don't know if I could do it <laughs> yeah. and again no, who no, knows no. There may be a time and a place for that, but I feel like it's especially someone's home that feels very intrusive. Yeah, so private. So like, yeah, yeah. if it's a social media, you can just ignore, but like knocking at your door. No, yeah, you so, can't escape that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a little a, it's much. A way. My, my, my whole position on all this is that that may work and that yeah. may be um, plausible to some people. I'm just saying that there are better, more effective ways. Exactly where you will deploy probably less time-consuming efforts, mm-hmm. but more focused, yeah. that will get you better, more qualified results. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, exactly. And I think that's really mostly what we're going to cover today is what those things are and how to do that. Because with the internet now, I say now, like it's a new thing. It's been around forever. Yeah. <laughs> but with the internet... Um, but especially with a lot of, you know, even just within the last decade, I mean, we have social media now, we have all these free avenues, free channels that we can be on that everyone is already on. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm sure everyone can, uh, you know, relate to this is as soon as I'm looking for a product or service, the first thing I do is pull out my phone and I Google it. So for a product, I do that. Yeah. So it's like, as soon as, you know, I Google I'm probably not going to go past that first Google search result page. I'm going to go look at the website. I'm going to see, okay, do they have any social media? I'm going to look for those badges on the website. I'm going to go look yeah. through social media, right? I'm going to see what people are saying. And then I'm going to be like, yeah, okay. legit, validate them. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to see, can I find any online reviews? Um, you know, anything like that. And then I might even take it a step further and ask, you know, especially if it's a local business, Hey, to my friends or family, Hey, have you heard? about mm-hmm. them, you know, have you, have you gone there? Even if I hear something word of mouth, even if a friend yeah, or family yeah. member tells me, I'm still going to Google it myself yeah. and see if it's a fit for me. While you might be doing okay on that word of mouth marketing, how many people did not contact you because they Googled you and couldn't find any more information, right? So you have no way to measure that. You have no way to do that. But when we have a complete diverse digital presence with analytics, we can we can watch all of that. We can see who's visiting, who's calling, who's yeah. all that. So, have... yeah, so yeah. I want to get, uh, it's okay. I was just going to say, I want to get your take on all of that. Um, you know, just how that starts of how people 
you know, from, from Googling to, to converting to a, you know, a client? Like um, the main difference that I always say between word of mouth and the actual proper marketing, whatever strategy yeah. you take on is that it's that sense of control that you don't have over word of mouth. Like you can try asking people if they've been mentioning your name and all that, but word of mouth isn't really something that you can fully control. There's yeah. nothing that you can it's fully not control. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing that you can fully control. Okay. That's that's a myth. But people like that sense of uh, I'm doing something right. I'm doing yeah. something. I'm deploying something. Like I would risk saying, and I, I can actually confirm confirm this later. Um, I would risk saying that maybe 50 to 70 percent of my, the new clients that come to us, they come from word of mouth. But I'll say this: before they actually reach out. They scavenge my every profile. They scavenge my website. Exactly. Like, yeah. And I have, I have a, a really practical example. I've just started a, a new branding client, um, personal brand. And the guy came from a, a, a previous um, client. Before he reached out, I saw that he checked my LinkedIn because you can actually see yeah. your profile. Right. I've seen a hit from a new country on my website that the guy lives in. So he went to my website, he went through my LinkedIn, he went through my IG because he followed me on there as well. And then he contacted me. Exactly, so see, yeah. He came, the, the client came from a referral, but he only contacted me after checking me out online. If exactly. I had nothing, if I had nothing online or if it was all a mess, like if it wasn't purposely built, he probably hadn't contacted me and he became a, a yep. rather big client at this point. So, nice. yeah. Yeah. So I would like to come up with some sort of strategy to connect both, like having word of mouth and then a proper mm -hmm. marketing strategy aligned with that and have everything right. working together because that would be a step even further into that holistic approach that you were uh, talking about, like including oh, yeah. word of mouth into google seo uh, websites social media like having a place into all of that for mm -hmm. word of mouth and making everything work together that would be oh, amazing yeah. oh yeah 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 because that's like you just said like yeah you you explained that perfectly and that's exactly what happens and like you said if you didn't have anything or if it or what you did have wasn't professional was confusing mm -hmm. was not user-friendly I highly yeah. doubt he would be a client right yeah. now. Yeah, because yeah. if you went to that trouble to visit every profile and every page on my website, uh, if something wasn't like clicking, mm -hmm. it wouldn't become the big client that he is now. Right. You know? yeah. uh, but it didn't discover me through Google search or anything. He came from a previous client, but yeah. still <clears throat> went, went through, right. it, through it all. Now imagine someone that didn't come from a, uh, from a referral that is just landing on your website for the first time. Everything mm -hmm. has to be top notch. Oh yeah. Competition oh, yeah. is fierce, especially for us in the in the creative industries and marketing industries. Like for your clients, like yes, that's competition, competition everywhere. But like yeah. we're not ranking on Google. Like, there's no way that high as a uh, uh, creative service provider that I'm going to rank right. people. There's so many of us. Like, there's, there's just no way. I'll, I will have to pay and top dollar to be to be on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
but that's why I, you know, this kind of leads into um, as well, like just having that diverse online presence, because sure, if, if, you know, unless you're running Google ads and things like that, um, it is going to be a little harder to rank with what we do specifically. It yes. is going to be harder to rank um, in there. But that's why I always say, and I know you've started one as well. Um, you know, the Google My Business profile mm-hmm. helps you with local, um, more locally search results and also doing a blog. Um, because if someone is searching like, you know, what is a sales funnel? And you did a blog on what is a sales funnel. And if enough people are yeah. uh linking to that as a reference or clicking on it. Of course, all of this takes time, right? You're not going to write a blog yesterday and have it ranked number one today. <laughs> but over time, you know, you, you're putting out more searchable content. So, you know, that's just another thing with this whole, you know, um, diverse marketing strategy, holistic marketing strategy is just doing all of these things that make you more searchable. Because of course, like you said, word of mouth, as soon as someone hears word of mouth, they're going to go directly to your website. But unless someone previously knows about you, how are they finding you? So they're either Googling something they're interested in, which is something that you offer, you know, um, they're looking on social media for someone to provide marketing tips or tricks, for example, with what, with what I do. Um, so just having all of these things online set up properly so they are searchable is key. I mean, it's something as simple as having the word marketing in your username Mm -hmm. is going to make you searchable Mm -hmm. on Instagram. Right. So, um, I'll, I'll share a a cool, a cool example. So one of the, uh, keywords that we're sort of, when I say sort of like super low sort of ranking on Google uh, is when, when people look for, um, growing a brand or growing uh, oh, nice. just because yes. our name is growing design so <laughs> we've been working on that no but i did that completely at random like that's my chance oh, that's that cool not purposeful right so including yeah. that that niche super niche word um we've been sort of getting uh, views out of that and when people look how to grow a brand or how to uh, is it difficult growing a brand like yeah. those if they include those two words Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been getting results are out of that uh, but at the same time like yeah you can see what's happening but there's no way that you can fully control that what you can right. control is the holistic approach that you have mm-hmm. towards all these uh, different efforts and yeah. um, the more coherent they are the stronger they are the more well researched they are and the purposeful they are the better all this uh, will go. And you have more experience with uh, with uh, local businesses, right? Or not at all? Eh, kind of. Um, are, what do, are what do you mean exactly? Like niche business? Are they niche like niche like businesses and local businesses? Because with hmm. those, search for sure can be a a, a huge a huge perk, you know. Because yeah, um, one thing that I know is that the more niche you become, oh yeah, you know, and the more local you'll become, the easier it will be for you. Oh, exactly. Oh, um, exactly. Because for example, if you are a, okay, say you're a gardener or a landscaper, mm-hmm. right? So gardener, landscaper, let's say you're based in New York, right? Gardener, landscaper in New York. Okay, that, that you're going to find a lot, gardener, landscaper in New York. But let's say you're a rooftop gardener 
in New York. Okay, that narrows it down even further. Let's say you're a rooftop gardener in, I don't know, a very specific Manhattan, maybe. You're going, you know, as soon as anyone in that area is looking for rooftop gardener in Manhattan, I mean, you're going to pop up. So, (laughs) so it's, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that's something that that looks uh, a lot easier for, for example, me that I'm a brand designer working worldwide, right? That's just laughable in terms of search. Like there's just no way. There's just no way that I'm gonna pop it, pop up in there unless yeah. I get super specific with those blog posts and uh, mm-hmm. uh, collaborations and those all those links and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, there's always that's, something yeah but there's right there's pros and cons to both because for example with what we do we can work with anyone anywhere right there's no it's all digital it's all on our computers so there's really no restrictions mm-hmm. there where if i am a landscaper or a gardener i have to niche down to my area because i can't just fly to portugal and <laughs> you know do a landscaping yeah. job right so there are pros and cons whereas if you are a local business and you're niched sure you have that pro of like i can really um kind of hopefully be known or take over this area but then you don't have that option of reaching further so there are pros and cons to both so you just again that comes down to strategy right a strategy that's unique for your business your needs how your business operates is going to be different yeah of course yes yeah what else so what, yeah, I was just going to say what else. So with, um, yeah, with the holistic marketing strategy. So a lot of the things that um, I do there with my clients, I kind of have like the top, like four or five things I do. Um, obviously we said like your brand has to be solid. You have to know who you are, who you're targeting, all of that. Right. That's, foundational. you got to know that. Right. So, but then I always start with a website because that is where everything should be linking back to, whether you're doing email marketing, social media, whatever you're doing online is going to be linking back to that. Um, and then I always encourage blogs because we talked about how that makes you more searchable. Um, and then some kind of freebie, right, to mm-hmm. get people on an email list. So they're coming to your website, they find you on social media, they want more information. What can you offer them? Right. Because most people aren't going to buy immediately. They need a they need like seven to 20 touch points before they even reach out. So what more can you give them? Right. We give value on social media. You can give value in a freebie, which I know you have one, uh, go boss yourself, which I looked at. It's very awesome. And, uh, yeah. And so you have something like that where you can get people on an email list and then, um, start email marketing and, and, uh, dripping on them. So those are that's really kind of the framework that I typically use to create a more diverse digital presence. Of course, there's a lot of little underlying things on there as well, like having analytic softwares installed and like just watching and monitoring all that stuff. Um, but if you have anything to add, but I think those are like the top things that people are actively searching for, looking for as a consumer, as a prospect to learn more about a business. And ultimately make a decision if they're going to work with you or not. Oh yes, for sure. Um, I would say that uh, before I hire uh, anyone, and I do hire a lot of people for for specific projects, mm-hmm. um, at least an active social media, a couple active social media accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the, the bare minimum. 
Yeah. And then if you have a website, if you have a blog and if you have a freebie, that's just like compound effect. You know, the more you can actually put of yourself out there, uh, the better. Um, yeah. One thing that I, uh, especially, especially for service providers, one thing that I do try to pay attention is how they interact with uh, other businesses and other services providers. Yes. Um, if they collaborate with other people, if they go on lives with other people, if they're actually social, you know, because that will mm -hmm. tell you if they're a good person or not. Like the skill is obviously important, but yeah. one thing that I've been diving deeper into is actually soft skills. And the, yes. that gets exposed and showed publicly in their social media, in their accounts, in their, their presence. That's a huge, huge plus. Um, but yes, like, the bare minimum nowadays is a website. Like social media is fine. Social media is great, mm -hmm. but it's a, it's a tool. It's a medium to then go to that place that you own, which is your website. And then yes. like your website should have a focused action that you want people to take on either that for yeah. you that you are talking about. That's great. Or to directly contact you. And then all your efforts should point out to this mm -hmm. action, right? Because most of us service providers, we just want people to reach out, right? Once they reach out, we can do our own thing and convert them and jump on a sales call and, and all that. Yeah. The difficult thing is to actually make someone contact you, right? That's, right. That's, yeah. That's what takes a lot. So the more you give of yourself, exactly. the more they will like, trust, and know you. It's another cliche, but it's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is true. Yeah. It is. This. Uh, I've had people jump on calls telling me, Joel, I feel like I know you. I'm like, I'm talking to you for the first time in my life. I, know. <laughs> like, I feel like I know you because you're, you're, one thing that I find especially interesting is like, I feel like you're there. Yeah. Joel, yeah. I feel like you're there. I'm like, I'm just as much there for you as I am for anyone else that is watching. So that's great, you know? Yeah, that's a compliment. You achieve that through your content, through your presence, through your social media, through your daily efforts into, into all this. Yeah. Right? At the end of the day, it's all marketing. It's all marketing, right? Mm -hmm. Even what we're doing here today, this is pure marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? This is content. This is putting things out there. This is us saying we're here. Exactly. Exactly. And I like that you bring that up because you can have social media, you can have a website, you can have all these things, but if you're not actively engaging on them, it's not going to work. You could be posting to social media, you could be posting amazing, valuable content and, and really professional looking content, which I've actually seen. And I go and I see this great content. It's not getting any attention. It's not getting any likes or comments or anything. Um, and that's because-, because You do it first. You have to give first. Exactly. So it's like, you have to be social. I, I explain social media specifically, but even a lot of digital marketing, I explain it like a 24 seven networking event. It is. How, it is. So if you go to an in-person networking event and you go and you just, they're there and you just stand in the corner and you don't talk to anybody, hmm. what are you getting out of it? You're not getting anything out of it. Nothing. Right. Yeah. But if you go and you, you approach people and you talk to people and you just have conversations, not even approaching them and start pitching and selling to them. That's not what you do. Right. You go up and you talk and you're like, Hey, where are you from? Like how, you know, how'd you get in the business or whatever it is. You just start having conversation. And 
online should be no different. Online should be no different, especially social media, especially. Yeah. I, I've went to one, uh, one in-person uh, networking event, uh, web summit here in Lisbon. Yeah. Uh, I went for three days, spoke to no one just because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not that person, right? I can right, do it right, on, right. On, on social media all day, every day, but uh, mm-hmm. um, in person, not at all. I'm just not that much yeah. of a social human being. Um, I, I'm, I'm with thing. you. <laughs> I, got, I got absolutely nothing out of those three, uh, except from all the conferences and right. talks and all that. That was all great. But in terms of networking, for a networking event, yeah. I got absolutely nothing because I didn't talk to anyone. You know? Yeah. <laughs> on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on TikTok, whatever you, you want, it's always the same. If you don't mm-hmm. talk to people, people won't talk to you. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, and that's how we, that's how we met, right? We that's were networking we on that's Instagram. How that's how we met. Yeah. That's how I've met a lot of my clients. You know, just we'll be talking about nothing even marketing related or work related. We just follow each other because we like each other's content or we find each other, stumble upon each other or are referred by another account, you know, anything like that. And there you go. They turn into, <laughs> turn into clients. They start, they start seeing you. They start consuming your, your content. They start uh, acknowledging you as the professional in that field. And the next time they need someone like you, you'll be mm-hmm. there. Top of mind. Like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pure marketing. That's, that's marketing. Yeah. Relationships and, uh, and friendships. And, and yeah. I, I always yeah. say uh, uh, start conversations, meet people, make friends, get clients. Because yeah. that's sort of what happens, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's amazing. Because getting, yeah. a, a, like getting someone to fill out your f- website form and they becoming a client, that's awesome, right? But like a person that you actually start seeing as your friend becoming your clients, that's even better, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, that's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. Yeah. Uh, I know. If you're doing brand work, if you're doing brand work, if I actually know the person before we start doing brand work. Oh, like, yeah, makes it so much easier. Already <laughs> done, right? So that's, that's, that's amazing. I've, I've had the opportunity to, to brand two of the people that we... Um, engage with on a daily basis and yeah. once we kicked off those projects i was like this is going to be easy because i've been talking i to already you know you yeah months now <laughs> so i know exactly what you need now. so it's amazing yeah um, yeah because that's exactly how i start with every client i work with whether like you said if i already know them from we've connected on social media mm-hmm. and i know them that makes it really easy but if i haven't um, had that opportunity that's the first thing we do is we have we'll sit down for an hour and just talk and I just get to know them because I can't market you unless I truly know, you know, what you do and who, you know, who you help and, and all of that. But yeah. And, you know, we are so almost spoiled in a way, um, as small business owners, um, as marketing professionals, yes, there's a lot of work and there's a lot of moving parts going on. There's way more moving parts than there were like 10, 15 years ago. There's a lot, right. It's a lot to take on. It's a lot to handle. However, we are spoiled in the way that we have access to all of these tools, like just having the internet and just the way marketing is today is amazing. I mean, I remember I was watching some older shows, like, I don't know if you're familiar. There's a show, um, it's a sitcom from like the sixties. It's called Bewitched. 
it's an American sitcom. I don't know if you're familiar with it or not. Uh, it rings a bell, yes. Okay. So, well, the husband in that show is works in marketing and advertising. And it's just so funny because you watch it and there's the offices, there's like not even a computer. Obviously, there's no computer. They're working on marketing campaigns and they'll take an entire week to come up with one slogan. And I'm like, wow, like now today it's so fast paced and we have so many tools at our disposal that we'll do that in a, we'll do that in a few hours and you have to be out and present online immediately or you're, you're buried by the competition. You don't have time to do that. Right. So it's really great, but it's also like, you gotta be fast. Yeah. So uh, let me just say this. Mad respect for all those folks, right? Right. Because oh, my gosh. I just had yeah. this conversation this morning with, uh, with the client to um, design and Without. branding and all that yeah. is way older than actual computers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine doing what we do with pen and paper crayons and photocopies. And, and stuff. I couldn't. That's, that's, that's just crazy. <laughs> I know. I agree. Like I see like those old, um, you know, I even just saw it was for a hat company. Um, and it was from 1920s and it was an ad and it was an actual painting of an, like, and it was, it was gorgeous, but I'm like today you would do that digitally so fast. And it's a different, it's a different kind of talent. It's a different skill set because I know I can design logos and, you know, yeah. I can do some really great design work on the computer, but mm-hmm. you take my computer away and you tell me to just sketch it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you probably might, you might, I, I don't know if I you would want to work with me if you saw those sketches. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a business, much less even be a designer if the internet or the computers weren't a thing that I can tell you that much. Like yeah. that's just, I, I can't even wrap my hand around it. You know, Kenny, for example, Kenny has been around he says for 40 years. So he's one of the yeah. veterans in our uh, area. Um, like, how? Just, I know. How? <laughs> how would you come up with a full blown <laughs> advertising campaign with just Xerox and uh, uh, photocopies and stuff like that? But, yeah. How? <laughs> I know. It, it does. It, it blows my mind a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that respect. No, it, we, we got it easy. Like yes. I'm always saying this, we, we got it, we got it easier for, for, for sure. Even with all the competition and the playing field, the, the same playing field for everyone. And we all start at the same level and all that, even with all those things, um, we for sure got it easier. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it's almost like there's, I mean, I don't want to say this cause there is an excuse, but it's almost like there's no excuse. Um, because you can, there's always a way to put yourself out there and get your name out there. Um, now, of course, that does take some understanding and skill and, you know, we understand how it all works together and even understanding the human psychology behind it all. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we know that just the way a website is laid out is going to make people follow a certain pattern or click on certain things or enter that email address. Right. You can't just have a random uh, layout and expect it to work as well as a well thought out yeah. layout. So um, yeah, so there's just, there's, there's all of those things. Um, but yeah. It's but- just this, if everything that you create, if you establish a clear purpose for it, yes, it will eventually all work out. Don't do anything at random and eventually it will all 
uh, yeah. work on. Like yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was just gonna. That's exactly what I was just gonna bring up is the you know, purposeful marketing, right? Like exactly. everything that we do, the website, the way it's laid out, every social media post, every post, right? Yeah. A purpose. Like, okay, I can say that for growing design for Joel, my personal brand. I've been doing things a bit at random because mm -hmm. I just have thoughts and eventually yeah. as well. But for growing design, no, everything is purposefully written and designed and. And, and, and all that for sure. But I would even, oh, go ahead. Because uh, what's the point, right? If, yeah. you're going to, if you're going to do things at random, just because everyone else is doing or because we're here telling you to do it. Um, right. It's not going to work. Sorry, but, but it's not, it's not going to work. Yeah. You need a strategy. Yeah. You need to be purposeful. You need, it needs to be meaningful as well. And you need to understand who's going to be reading that need to get inside yeah. their minds to write something that they actually want to read and yeah. all that it's, yeah. it's it's the whole thing and that's why we have professionals like us trying yeah. to help yeah. exactly <laughs> exactly because you know i see a lot of small businesses that um you know will just post about i mean they'll just post about random 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 stuff and i always think if this is the post that someone if this is the first post someone is seeing of you is it giving them an idea of who you are and what you offer? It doesn't always have to be a salesy post. We don't want that, right? We don't want every post to be sales, sales, sales. But does it give me an idea of who you are? Because I see a lot of like small businesses, they'll just randomly post like all those national holidays, like and national ice cream exactly days. Exactly right? what I was, right? uh, was going to say. Like, who cares? You're not a calendar. You're a business owner. <laughs> exactly. So like if you're a... Um, oh gosh, I don't even know if you're a cleaning service and you're posting about, I always say national ice cream day, cause that's like a big one, but you post about national ice cream day. I, I mean, unless, unless ice creams. <laughs> yes, or I was going to say, unless you are a cleaning service and you show a picture of a kid who dropped their ice cream on the carpet and now the carpet yeah. needs cleaned, Add right? Again, There's Exactly. If you can insert your brand and your messaging and your value into that national holiday, great. But to just randomly post about it, um, and you figure too on that day, National Ice Cream Day, and you're scrolling and you see a hundred posts about National Ice Cream Day, you're just going to keep on scrolling, right? So it doesn't help at all. <laughs> so no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, like I would say. Imagine that I, as a personal brand, Joel, I'm very big on ice cream and I talk about ice creams every day. If that yeah. day comes up, bam, that's great. I don't, I'm not yeah, sure when this, this episode is going to air, but I'll say this. Yeah. Uh, May 4th is about around the corner, right? Yeah. You're going to see so many posts about Star Wars. It's May the 4th be, be with you. May the 4th be with you. You'll see so many posts about that from you random will. businesses and random people. And it makes zero sense unless you're right. a diehard Star Wars fan and you take that opportunity to show the nerdy side of you on, the, on yeah. that post that will build uh, pretty well for a personal brand mm -hmm. because people will relate to that and they will respect you for you for sharing that side of you publicly on a social media. Right, right. Unless you're that person, there's absolutely no reason to celebrate May the 4th exactly. as the Star Wars day. Exactly. <laughs> I'm so glad we're on the same page with this. <laughs> Cause yeah, I see those all the time and I'm, I'm, you know, and here's the thing I I'm sitting here and I say, I see them all the time, but I can't tell you what, 
business I saw posting them, right? So exactly. that just proves to our it. Point, to <laughs> our point, like I know they're going to pop up. I'm just not sure who's going to post it. I know it's going to be a bunch of them. Right. And then <laughs> and you're I not going to remember who. So it was like no. pointless, right? No. Yeah. So yeah, purposeful marketing. You know, like I said, if you can do something on that day that makes you stand out among all the other posts, mm-hmm. then great. Like I said, if you're the carpet cleaner and you have some, it's something funny, I don't know. But yeah, you got to be really clever with that stuff. Otherwise, you just it's the same. It's the same issue with uh, with trendy reels, right? Everyone following blindly following all these trends yeah. that will lead to absolutely nowhere. Uh, that's also a big a big issue. Um, never do anything just because everyone else is doing, and that applies right. to life, not just your business. Oh, um, exactly. Um, but it's true, and I see people close to us following blindly following all those real trends and all that and it's not doing them any good they just right. want that quick high on numbers and it's crazy that's yeah. absolutely crazy yeah. purposeful be purposeful yeah. about everything you put out everything you create and it it has everything has to be to have like a common final goal that's exactly. marketing I, i'm i still in marketing but not in depth in school mm-hmm. um but i'm sure you can correct me on this and um, if it hasn't, if something that you do hasn't like an established clear goal, is it even marketing? It's yeah. not, right? Because no. a marketing strategy needs a clear goal. If you're doing exactly anything, something at random, it's not marketing. You're not. Yeah, that's a good point. Just yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that is a very good point because you could be like, okay, I'm a small business and I'm posting on social media. But if there's no purposeful strategy and direction behind that, you're not right. Is it marketing? Way. No, um, because you're not, you have to have a plan in order to have marketing. Yeah. That's yeah. simple. Yeah. Cause all of that, like we said, all of that, even social media, you know, what's the point of that? Yeah. It's to create awareness and all of that, but what's the next step? Are you trying to get people to your website? Are you trying to get them on an email list? Are you trying to get them to book a call? You know, what is that next step? Right. So there's layers to all of it. Course. And you and might trying. even just be on the awareness phase, which is fine. You might yeah. be on that. We're all in different as a brand phases of the journey, right? That you're just creating awareness. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm just posting to build up my following to create this awareness. Yeah. Anything that comes after, I'll figure it out. That's fine. And right. Unless you're not conscious of it. If you're just doing things at random, nah, it's gonna, you're gonna burn out real quick because oh, you're yeah. just doing things for, oh, yeah. for, for the sake of it. And it's not, not yeah. gonna get you anyway. And too, I like that you bring that up too, because not only us being um, as business owners on a certain part of that journey, but also the consumer, right? The consumer is, you're always going to have people at different points in their own journey. So mm-hmm. they might have just been introduced to you. So they might not be reaching out right away, but you might have someone else who's been watching you for a while, who went through all those steps, who signed up for your email list, who did all that, that, that could have happened a year ago and they're just now reaching out. Um, so everyone's ready at different points, um, you know, in that decision-making process. So Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm -hmm. you just gotta, that's why consistency is so important because you don't know where that person, um, is, I think we talked about this before about like, I know on social media, they say about removing ghost followers. That's bonkers. Don't do that. (laughs) uh, 
Yeah, because <laughs> you don't know who's watching. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I've had, I don't know if I, if I share that with you. I have a, um, this is, this is a perfect example. Yeah. Someone that followed me, Joel, mm-hmm. for over a year. Yeah. Because okay? I then, I then have had that conversation with, with her. Someone that was, that has been following me for over a year on Joel reached out to Growing Design to become a Growing Design client. Now, I didn't even knew the existence of this person. She never liked one of my posts. She never commented on any of my posts. She never reacted to anything. Yeah. And her account had like a strange logo, no face, no couple of posts, like your typical ghost follower. Yeah. And she became like a 3K client, like on a first project. Nice. And imagine now if you would have removed her. That's like right, and like horrible. if, and I'll say this, I'll say this publicly. If you have the time to go through your following list or followers list to remove ghost followers, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. but you do not have a business. You yeah, because if you be have that free time, <laughs> if you have that free time to go through three, four, five k li- list of names and right. manually remove people, yeah, what are you doing with your time? Yes. That's not, there's way better ways you can spend your time. <laughs> yeah. Like go spam DM people because I'm sure you'll get better results out of that than removing. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, exactly. No, sorry. No, it's crazy. Yeah, you you that. No, it's stories, true. Remove your ghost followers to increase your engagement and blah, blah, blah. No. Post better content. You'll get better engagement. Focus yeah. on creating better content and your engagement will go up because that, that's the conversation. You remove ghost followers to improve your engagement rate, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, create better content. Mm-hmm. Well, and also another mm-hmm. point I want to make with that too is if, so for example, I post a lot of you know educational content, right? And you and I both mm-hmm. get decent engagement. We get, you know, we get lots of likes, we get lots of comments, all of that. However, I want to point out all of our engagement is mostly, and this is this is a good thing, <laughs> but all of our engagement is mostly from, mostly from others in the community, right? You and I are in the same community, all of that. Exactly. And the reason yeah. for that is people who are watching and learning or interested in learning more or possibly thinking of hiring you, they don't have the same experience and knowledge of the topic that we're posting about. To add to the conversations that we're starting. That's why exactly. they don't comment. Yeah. Exactly. So it's harder for them to comment. They might enjoy the content. They might be learning from it. But I know there's accounts I follow that I don't really know anything about what they do. Like, I'm interested. I'm curious. I'm learning. I'm mm-hmm. watching. But I'm not commenting because I don't know what I would say. I yeah. don't have anything of value to add to the comments. Um, you know, I might be like, oh, that was interesting <laughs> or something. <laughs> but I have nothing to say about it. So I'm consuming it. I'm enjoying it. I'm learning from it. Um, but yeah, I'm not commenting. So like you said, just because someone is not liking or engaging doesn't mean that they're not interested. (laughs) A year, Lindsay, a year of listening. What I have to say, I'm sorry. It's a year of my post. It's a year. And she signed a 3k contract. That, and who knows? Someone else could be watching you right now and that's saying they might be six months in and they might reach out to you in another six months, you know? So it's a for sure a long-term thing and Mm -hmm. it's not something that you're going to harvest results 
um, right away. I don't know if there's like me on this. Is there like any marketing strategy that you can guarantee results after two, three weeks? No, no, you can't guarantee results on pretty much anything. Now you can guarantee like, well, I don't, I even hate to use the word guarantee, but you can assure people like, look, if we follow this strategy, there will be growth. If you stay Mm -hmm. and you stick to this um, strategy and we, um, you know, we watch and we analyze and we make adjustments, we see what people are reacting to. You can, you can tweak that over time to get growth, but you can't say, okay, let's start a social media strategy. And in two months, I'm going to have you, you know, 5,000 extra followers. Impossible. Unless you're buying followers, (laughs) you cannot guarantee that. And we know that's a bad idea. Um, But there's there's no way you can. Let me quickly rephrase that. Yeah. Is there any, any um, marketing strategy that you can, I don't know, no guarantee, but guarantee, let's use that word again, guarantee people okay. that people will reach out to you in a specific time frame. Imagine that I'm going to buy services from you and uh, I'm saying, Lindsay, uh, in three months, I need to land at least five more clients. So for mm-hmm. that, I will probably need, I don't know, 15, 20 leads. Yeah. To five of them to become clients. Would you be able to promise me 20 people that will reach out to me in three months? <laughs> no, I don't think you can promise that. Yeah, you can set not. it's a long term. Right. Yeah, it's long term. Like I said, you can set up everything and have everything in place. We can set up that website. We can set up those lead magnets. We can set up, you know, all of the things we need to do. We can network. Um But like you said, you just don't know because you gave the perfect example that that person was following you for a year. Mm -hmm. So you were doing everything right. They just weren't ready. Right? Exactly. They weren't ready. She she was super open to that as well. Uh, I would have reached out earlier, but I had like foundational business stuff, aka money to before do all this branding process, which is fine. That's amazing. Yeah. You could have reached out to another who that helped you with some other stuff earlier on, um, yeah. like free. Um, but that's that's amazing. So so yeah, uh, people like people are watching. That's, yeah. That's a good and one. people are have, people, right? You might have 20 followers. Mm-hmm. Five of them are watching. Yeah. And if out of those five, one becomes a client, that's a good effort. Exactly. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's a really so, good yeah. effort. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to remember too, that, right. People are people, right. They are, Mm -hmm. maybe they really want to use your service, but they just don't have the, maybe they just don't have the funds yet. Or, you know, maybe they are working on another project and they're like, as soon as we're done with this, we're going to contact Joel or right. You just don't know where they are on that journey. You know, you're not real life stuff happens. Real life stuff happens. I mean, there's just so many scenarios. Um, Exactly. So, but yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I do have people, um, it, it's been few and far between. I think most people for the most part understand that it is a, it is, it's, it takes time. You're building relationships, right? Um, mm-hmm. especially for service-based businesses, um, product-based businesses can be slightly more of an impulse buy kind of thing, but service-based it's a little, there needs to be a little more trust there to a point. Yeah. Um, of course. Yeah. So, um, but yes, I'm glad you brought that up because yes, it takes time. <laughs> it takes time. It takes, it takes time. And, uh, yes. and even like for 
your client's perspective, if they don't understand that before hiring a marketing professional, like I don't even know if I want to work with that person, you know? Yeah. Because if you, if you come at me the same way that I came at you with that example, Lindsay, I'm going to hire you and I need 20 leads in three months. Like someone comes to me like that, like, no, I'm sorry, yeah. but I and won't I, make empty yes. promises ever. Like I agree. You might, you might deliver them the best strategy ever and they get the leads coming in. Imagine that the guy is a jerk greeting clients. You might have the best, yes, the best so. marketing strategy, the best everything, the best website, the best content. Mm-hmm. As soon as someone reaches, reaches out to your actual client, whereas you don't have the control there yep, and yep. the guy is a jerk, then it's not your fault for, for not landing him. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There are so many variables here that, that, it's, that it's crazy. Yeah. And that's one thing I always do talk about with my clients or when I'm onboarding a client is that they understand that it is a team effort. Yes, I'm going to take on a huge bulk of the work, right? I'm going to take on a lot of the work in setting all of this up, monitoring everything, getting a strategy together, you know, mm-hmm. the whole thing. However, I'm not the last touch point. You are, right? The client is the last touch point. And like you just said, if those leads are coming in, but you don't follow up with that lead, say I, I mean, say a lead comes in and I say, hey, I saw you have a couple of leads here. You might want to reach out to them and you don't reach out to them for like two weeks. You know, I, I have no control over that or there's, exactly. There's that cliche, there's no amount of marketing efforts, marketing money, marketing dollars that will save a bad business. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just how it is. You might have the best marketing agency in the world working for you. If your business sucks, your business sucks. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, it's true though. And, you know, I had a, um, you know her as well. I did a podcast with Rachel and she's a sales coach. She's in sales. And, um, you know, we talked about this exact thing where marketing takes you up to that sales point, um, right? We get the leads, but then it's up to you to close that sale or to convert that prospect into a client or, you know, so yeah. yeah, Yep. Exactly. Won't get you so far. Yeah. And a lot of this, (laughs) and a lot of this too, you know, we talk about all of this marketing and, and um, this holistic approach. And the whole point is to get people coming to you, right? We funnel them in, we put everything out there we can and get them coming to you because at that point, and like we said about cold calling in the beginning of this <laughs> episode mm-hmm. is if someone is actively searching you out and coming to you, and they actually book a call, they're, they are going to be more likely to turn into a client or a customer mm-hmm. um, simply because you allowed them to have that control to find their way to you, if that makes sense, versus being pushy and cold calling and cold outreach. Yeah. So I like, I like to think of it as gates. You know, mm-hmm. they find you on social, from social, they go to your website website they consume one or two blog posts one or two blog posts they download the freebie they download the freebie and actually read it they finally contact you if they go through all that yeah <laughs> they're <If> most <laughs> likely a qualified client right so exactly. you know for sure that they can become a a a good client to you because they're really interested if they went through all of that yeah that's marketing right yeah. you grab a thousand people and you end up with 
three <laughs> because, right. because you need to filter them all through those through those touch points. Yeah, it's That's a amazing. great way to vet them. Like you said, filter is mm -hmm. a great word. It's a great way to filter them out, vet them out, because then, like you said, you know, if they get to that point, yeah. they're likely gate after gate after gate. Yeah, yes. they're likely a fit. They're likely uh, going to work with you. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's why we I put like all of this into place, you know? No, so I want to, uh, yeah. So I wanted to, um, so we, we talk about all of this, right. And we, we, we've done it for ourselves. We've done it for clients, but I guess I want to kind of end on like, yes, we do this, but how did it, what, what's our own experience with this? Like, you know, I know we've kind of talked throughout this podcast mm -hmm. a little bit about that, but, um, I guess just doing all of this for yourself, like what have you, you know, seen and, and, you know, how, uh, one thing, one thing I'll say for sure. Um, we as humans globally, and I'm, I'm not sure if people like to say that it's because of the pandemic and stuff like that, but I'm not sure if it's just in us from the get go that we crave this human connection more than, than anything else. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I'm not sure if it's because we're getting out of the pandemic and all that, and we spend so much time indoors and blah, blah, blah. And that's why we crave this human connection. But I, on the other hand, I think it's ingrained in all I of us. I agree with that. Yeah, we're and social creatures. Exactly. One thing I'll say for sure, if you have the possibility to build a personal brand attached to whatever business you're running, absolutely go for it. Like, yeah. That's, that's me. And I have that in place. I have Joel, my personal brand, feeding, growing design at this point. Okay. And you can see that on super small uh, examples like you and I. Mm -hmm. um, and you could see that in Tesla with Elon Musk. So you see the wide range of how this happens. Like Tesla wouldn't be anything without Elon Musk. So you exactly. have Elon Musk as the personal brand and Tesla as the, as the brand. Um, and I say that because um, before you having, before us having Elon Musk as public as it is now, the guy invented PayPal. Most, most people don't even know that, that he's one of the brains behind PayPal. You know, that's oh, okay. crazy. Yeah. Um, so at the time that PayPal launched, Elon Musk wasn't a thing, wasn't a personal brand, right? Yeah. Tesla is as successful right now. I would risk saying this because of this, of this public figure that is mm -hmm. Elon Musk, right? So oh, yeah. at a very, 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 very smaller scale, I'm doing exactly that with Grand Design. We have Joel, the, mm -hmm. this is laughable, but like public figure, right? <laughs> Yeah, and no. that is feeding my design, okay? Yeah. Just, yeah. just like you, you present yourself as border marketing, but I can guarantee you people know you as Lindsay, not as border marketing. Right, okay? right. That's just how it is. So if you have the possibility to have a personal brand feeding your business, absolutely do it. And then the thought process is always the same. Social media content, blogs, websites, everything in place, super coherent, super cohesive, whole working with each other perfectly to an end goal that is in most cases yeah get people to contact you okay. i love that that's, i love that. that that's what that's what we've been doing yeah and it's what yeah. we're gonna dive even deeper into i will take this opportunity to uh, announce that we're gonna have like a launch of three freebies for grand design which will nice. be an extra step uh, into that funnel um it's gonna help a lot of people 
it's going to help a lot of those people that aren't ready to invest that amount of money, you know, to get them yeah. started. Mm-hmm. And it's a way of me showing what we can do, what we can offer and what we're here for without having them to pay uh, a cent, you know? So it's one yeah. extra gate, one extra gate into, into all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, super excited with that. And um, awesome. Yeah. 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 And I love that you bring a couple points. I love Mm. that you, you know, talk about those freebies you're offering, because like we said earlier, everyone's in a different point in their own journey. So they might be watching you and thinking, oh, I really want to work with him, but I just, I'm not there yet. Right. So you offering that freebie, you know, that helps that person at that point. Right. Then the person who's at the point where I'm like, I'm so busy and I just can't do all this. I need to hire someone you know, they hire you or those people you're helping that need the freebie right now, work their way up to the point where they can work with you. So, you know, that's, I kind of use that same strategy as well of like, you know, offering different service levels and offering um, even just something as as simple as a a consultation call, even if I know they're, they can't become a client, whatever that Mm -hmm. is. Oh yes. Um, Right. Try to help everybody. Right. (laughs) I forgot about the calls and that's so important. Like, uh, yeah. and one hour consultation call can do a lot for your business. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's amazing. Um, if, you can, if you cannot afford um, a four-figure project, but you can afford a $150, $200 call, yeah. that will get you a lot. Oh, and yeah. if you are a DIY person, if you would like to get your hands dirty and all that, that can do you a lot. And then mm-hmm. when you're ready, you'll remember me because I was there at that early on stage. Exactly. Yes, that's another into all this. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like too, what you said about aligning your personal brand with the brand and the fact that you brought up Tesla, because that shows that it doesn't matter how big of a company you are or how small of a company you are. That framework just works. (laughs) That is one thing that I can say as a blanket statement that that framework works. I mean, you see it with celebrities all the time, right? You have mm-hmm. celebrities who have their own personal, like their personal mm-hmm. brand. Like we know the celebrity mm-hmm. by name, but mm-hmm. then they come out with something. They come out with a clothing line or they come out with, you know, perfume or whatever it is. Exactly and the same thing. Exact same thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The exact same thing. Um, yeah. It just works. And I think it works because we are craving that human connection. That's my whole point, you know? Yeah, we I don't just, want to connect with I logos just, and companies. We want exactly, to connect with people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, yeah. I believe that these companies work and these uh, products succeed and uh, these clothing lines, um, liquors, we see that a lot. Oh, with, yeah. With actors yeah. and liquors yeah. and all that. That's, those things work because we know, we feel like we know the person. Exactly. You know? It's like we earlier when you said that person that... that yeah. Exactly. You said that person that talked to you was like, I feel like I know you. Yeah. Yeah. And my point is, um, just like it works with those massive celebrities, right? Mm -hmm. It can work and it does work with us too. Like no one knows us. Right. Sorry. No no one knows us. Like we're like, we have like 50 friends on IG. (laughs) No one knows us. And it still works. Yeah. Right. It's the same logic. Yeah. And exactly. And you know, I want to bring this up too, is because when I first started marketing my business and all this, right. I, everything we talked about today, I followed that framework, right. I had the website, Mm -hmm. I had some kind of freebie I'm on social media. I'm doing the whole, everything I preach I'm practicing. Right. 
And I had not even, and I had just jumped on Instagram. I wasn't doing much on there before. So I jumped on Instagram probably about not quite maybe two years ago. Um, and so I, at that point had maybe 200 followers and was already getting clients through Instagram because, you know, like you said, I was there, I was consistent. I was showing myself, you know, I was, Mm -hmm. it was me. Right. So people connect to that and they then will do the research and see what else you're offering and what you're doing. And it can happen with that few followers. You know, so people are always wanting, oh, yes. wanting to chase a big following. And I'm like, you sure, don't need to, nor do you really want to, because if you have a big following, great. But sometimes when you have a huge following, it's harder to reach. How do I want to explain that? Like, it's harder to reach the people who are genuinely interested in working with you. Oh, yes, of course. Right. Because the small, I, saw, I yeah. saw someone say, I saw someone say a couple, couple of days ago, um, if you can't sell to 200 followers, you're not going to be able to sell to 10,000 yeah. followers because the logic is pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, if the interest isn't there, if the sales isn't there, if they're going to buy from you just because you have a large following, that's going to crash and burn in your face soon. And uh, with those 10, 15K, 20, 100K followers, like they're selling to 200, 300 people like, at max, I would say, because yeah. most the vast, vast majority of people aren't even interested in them. It's just like there's no point in having a large, a large follower, a mm-hmm. large following. Yeah. We've been seeing that that issue with uh, with reels, people going viral with reels, and they end up with uh, eight, five, eight, nine, ten new followers, ten k followers, but like more than half of them. Don't even care about them right. or what they have to say. That and you end up with this large account filled with people. Yeah, you. Let, it was an impulse follow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Better be careful yeah. with that. Yeah, that's very true. This was like I. I think this was a really good um, kind of example of just how doing all of these things holistically, everything working together, can really attract that right person. Um, and mm-hmm. get them to follow you and, and organically as well, without spending a lot of extra money. Yes. You may be hiring the marketing professional, like you or I to, to do that work for you. But on top of that, there's really not much more that you have to pay for when you're doing things organically like this. Um, I've never bought ads ever. Yeah. I've run like really small ads, maybe like a, like a, um, like a Facebook ad or something like Mm -hmm. that. But like, as far as spending like thousands of dollars on like a Google, Google ad or anything like that, Mm -hmm. it's, it's Mm -hmm. honestly not necessary. And like you said, with the small following, if you can't sell to 200 people, how are you going to sell to 20,000 people? It's the same thing with your marketing. If it's not getting, um, if it's getting zero traction organically, Throwing money at it's not going to help it. You need to figure out what else is going on. There yeah, I like I like uh, I like to look at it and they actually write that it's a it's a boost, right? It's like a, yeah. a boost thing. Because um, imagine that you run ads to an account that has like three posts. If I see your ad, I'm gonna. It's always the same loop. I might see your ad, but I'm gonna check you out. Like. Everything yeah, that you're you still going to go through that, no, all those steps that we talked about. Yeah. Things. 
I might see your ad if your if your website is a mess, if your account has three posts and no one really is there. Or your last like post was a year ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Yeah. Sorry. So I see ads, and again, full disclosure, I don't have that much experience in this. Um, but I see ads as a boost to something that is already already working. working. Yes, exactly. That's, that's my that's my thought my thought process. Like you see something that is working, you spend a couple thousands in that, and it works a lot better. That's my yep. my, my my thought my thought process. Um, that's exactly right. Yeah. To get you off the ground, if you can do it organically, probably won't work. Yeah. Great. That's my take again. I might be wrong. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, no, I agree completely with that. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. yeah, I yeah. So I, I just hope people kind of take this and and just understand that, you know, just all you gotta do is you just gotta show up. And I know it sounds like a lot, but it's like you just gotta show up and be everywhere. Um, but you know, once you kind of have that framework set in place, it kind of with a little maintenance and a little um, you know, mm-hmm. just, just showing up, it, it really works. It really works. Might, might be worth saying that you don't need to have all this, like right off the gate because no one, exactly. Has. This is something that you're going to build, build up as your business builds up as well. Okay. Don't yeah. feel, yeah. don't take this entire episode and think that you, oh shit, I need to get all <laughs> these things right away. No, that's no, no one, not even the biggest agencies and companies out there will do you that for you. So you, this is something that you're going to build up. So I've been in business since 2018 and we're just now coming up with freebies. So crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And you can always, that. and that's the thing too, is even if you did get all of this set up tomorrow, you would still find something else that you would need to be building on or yeah. whatever. I mean, it's, it's, it's a constant, um, just, it's a constant progress of, you know, so you might start on just having a website and that's it. Um, or just having social media and that's it. But then Mm -hmm. you work your, you work your way up, you work your way up to getting that website. Even when I work with clients, you know, we start with branding and then we take the first step is like, okay, let's get a website done. We don't do in one month, we don't do a website and social media posts and a freebie and like, right. There's, there's steps. They build on top of one another. So (laughs) yeah. It is, yeah. it is um steady steady growth over uh jumping to conclusions and uh, choosing the right path and getting overwhelmed and burned out like right off the gate that's nothing yeah that that's not a good thing either <laughs> um yeah small and steady growth that's that's what i say yeah nice. because i've been on the other side of these conversations and like right after a podcast i'm like oh my oh, god no. I need to, like, go back to the drawing board and all that no that's yeah. none of that, that we want. yeah don't do that don't think you have to do everything that you hear people talking about you know we're here to help guide exactly. um yes and so yeah we're here to, here to help guide you um you know if you're doing it yourself or we're here to take it on if you're ready to outsource kind of thing so awesome all right. Thank you for this. Thank yeah, you for thank you. And um, yeah, keep me updated. And anything that you need from me, uh, let me know. Awesome. All right, sounds good. Hey, thanks so much, Joel. Thanks again to my guest, Joel Sousa, for diving into the topic of purposeful marketing. And I hope we gave you a bit of insight into what a complete and purposeful marketing strategy can do for your business. Find more information on Joel in the description of this podcast. And as always, my listeners are welcome to reach out to me anytime at birdamarketing.com. 
And once again, I'm Lindsay Berta, founder of Berta Marketing, a marketing agency designed specifically for small business owners where I handle all of your marketing so you can focus on what you love. For more small business marketing tips, subscribe to this podcast or find me online at bertamarketing.com. Thanks for listening.